looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is an old video of Trisha Paytas holding a sandwich. Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not about the sandwich. It's just a, it's just, we huh? were just talking about how it's a universal video that it can be used in every context. It is the kindred spirit to Kombucha Girl. But I feel like Kombucha Girl hasn't necessarily stood the test of time. Meanwhile, Trisha Paytas saying, huh, what, okay, in a car has stood the test of time. What? (laughs) Okay. Oh, it's, it's, huh, what, oh, Oh. okay. Okay. Is that it? Huh? Huh? What? Oh. (laughs) Okay. Thank you to Theode IT on YouTube for uploading the video. Trisha Paytas, hyphen, huh? What? Oh, okay. <laughs> huh? What? Oh, okay. So you got to make it's sure you have all good. those in there. Huh? What? Oh, okay. <laughs> I wish I could see on Trisha Paytas's OnlyFans like how many subscribers. Like, I don't actually care about how she's much money she's making. She's in the top one percent of creators. If you see her on Instagram, you know that <laughs> she has forty-four thousand likes. She's doing some real work on there, I got to say. And by work, I mean, like, her OnlyFans is is very um, authentic to the OnlyFans brand, meaning she's got costumes, she's got toys, she's got everything. I mean, I'm not on it, but from what I what she advertises, it's like she's really out here giving the people what they want. I'm proud of her. Yeah, you know? no, it's Everyone's true. finding a way to make it work. And she found hers. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> She gives me what I want, which is, you know, that video available to me anytime I want it. Um, You are listening to Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns. At 619-WHO-THEM, let's move on to comments. We have so many comments. I know. Lindsay and Bobby, you just made my dreams come true today. What a great way to go into the weekend. Your girl. Neapolitan ice cream is a them. Bye. Okay, so that was <laughs> that was the Neapolitan famous girl. Famous Neapolitan ice cream girl. Uh, I like that both she called and her best friend called. Here's her best friend's call. Hi guys. Um, you okay? I don't even know where to begin. My best friend is Neapolitan girl, and I woke up to seventy texts in our group chat this morning because you have literally made her life she's so happy and i just want to thank you guys because now we don't have to fucking hear about it anymore because she talked about you guys answering her question constantly so i just want to thank you honestly i was going to call at one point and be like can you just answer this so my friend will shut the fuck up but as you said we knew all along that it's in them but seriously um that was really sweet and kind and it made all of our lives so thank you so much. I uh, love you guys. Um, crunch, crunch. So, you know, you know, we're out here changing lives. I mean, I think the we're heroes the issue. heroes. Us. We are. <laughs> yeah. Put us on the cover of British GQ Heroes issue. We are the real heroes. Next call. <laughs> hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Longtime listener, longtime caller. Um, I was just calling because I was listening to this week's episode of Who's There? And you were talking about the Langford sisters. 
and how the tabloids may not want them to be having a feud, but I would actually almost argue that there's a precedent for acting sisters to have tense relationships with each other. And specifically, I'm thinking of Olivia de Havilland and Joan Fontaine, who didn't speak for decades. Um, and my broken quarantine brain is wanting to create some sort of uh, conspiracy theory where the Langford sisters are trying to become the new Olivia de Havilland and Joan Fontaine. Anyway, crunch, crunch, that MacBook. Yeah, I love that. Very, you must remember this of you, caller. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that. Also, they have different last names, so even in history, it's like you might forget. Like, if you didn't know. If you didn't know, you didn't know. I was reading about them briefly just on Wikipedia, and there's a huge whole section on Olivia de Havilland's Wikipedia, who's Olivia Havilland's still alive, by the way. Like, nothing's going to take this woman down. Amazing. There's a very long segment in the Wikipedia about her relationship with Joan Fontaine and how they were constantly feuding and they were constantly, like, at odds, and then they'd make up and then they'd be at odds again, and it would all be over very obvious, like, family stuff like at one point it's like they were fine but then they disagreed over how to take care of their dying mother you know like it's like classic family drama and it ends with uh-huh. the sibling feud ended with Fontaine's death on December 15th 2013 the only well, thing I that mean... ended this this the only thing that ended the feud was one of them dying I know that's like not funny but it's also like yeah it of course it ended the feud how else would the feud have to end unless somebody just tapped out by dying she tapped out <laughs> Joan you know? Fontaine is like I'm done here like done. Um, we're done feuding and then you know they're done <laughs> it's true okay this is one of perhaps you don't know 70 calls we got about this let's just play one at random hi Lucy Bobby um I'm just calling um I know that I'm sure you're getting like a million other calls but this but you think he's just not 20 years old like she's 25 she's just been 25 this week so well her pregnancy is super young it's not like Pennsylvania and Dutch <laughs> young. So that's <laughs> funny. She's Dutch and she's in Pennsylvania. Sorry. <laughs> Forget it. Sorry. This is really muffled. I'm wearing a mask and I'm grocery shopping right now. But anyway, if you should be this 25, not 20. Anyway, love you. Crunch, crunch. Imagine if I was like in the grocery store, which already like red alert, got my mask on, terrified, and there's a woman just like giggling into her phone with the mask on being like, Gigi Hadid is actually 25. I'd be like, lady, <laughs> not now. Focus. <laughs> uh, she's right. That was a miss. I think that was a misspeak by one of us. I Not to point fingers, but somebody did misspeak. We knew that. Uh, I knew that she was 25. I still think that that's young, but it's still, but, but. It's not as young as we were saying. Right. Uh, you know, it's, it's a podcast. We get caught up in the moment and this is a correction. And now you know, we it's a podcast. the record. You know, it's a we, podcast, you know. F- 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 what is it? Uh, we fly by the fly by seat the of our pants seat of our pants there we go uh-huh. we fly yeah. by the seat of our pants well i'm i pulled a you just now thank you for yeah cr- i mean you it knew thank okay you. yeah well you no, got I didn't it right know, the first you knew. time i love it you got it the um, first time next call hi Lindsay bobby i just had to pause um the newest episode of who dat um hollywood unlocked is a blog run by jason lee of love and hip-hop fame um, he's definitely hooey, interacts with every hooey person that, um, has ever been on any VH1 franchise ever. Um, so just wanted to clarify that. Um, hope y'all are staying safe and healthy. Good form, Bella Thorne. The, that's amazing news. I love that. So Hollywood Unlocked literally is a character on Love and Hip Hop, essentially, because it, the guy mm-hmm. who runs it talks about it's a self-fulfilling prophecy the guy who runs it is on the show and then he runs it talking about people who are on the show so it's kind of this yeah. like amazing tool but That's the funniest smart. thing about this guy is his name is jason lee and his instagram thank god is at the only jason lee which is very funny because he is literally the second most famous jason lee that there is that i've ever heard of like there already is an actor who is relatively famous, named Jason Lee. He was in <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks. I don't think the only Jason Lee was in Alvin and the Chipmunks. So, I think Jason Lee is also a Scientologist, not really one of the celebs that we love to talk about. But he was also he was the star of like Earl that sh- that like my Earl that show. Oh, that was my big. name is Earl. My name is Earl. 
That was big. And he was also in all of the Kevin Smith movies, right? Or a good amount of them. Okay. But yeah, I would say that he is the only Jason Lee if there is only one Jason Lee, which there's not. There's clearly two. This is a different Jason <laughs> Lee. Maybe you should change your name to a different Jason Lee or the own, the other other Jason Lee. The yeah. other Jason Lee. I know a guy named Will Ferrell and he it's it's really <laughs> funny. No, it's like it's it's would be like him getting an Instagram called the only Will Ferrell. I guess maybe huh. that would be the joke and that's like pretty funny. So yeah. maybe this yeah. is funny. I do love I looked up Jason Lee and you get the love and hip hop wiki, which is like pretty much giving mm-hmm. you all you need. And if you read the wiki, you're just like, what the fuck? It says uh, Jason appears on in a minor supporting role in season two of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood as a friend of Camille's oh, who exposes okay. the details of her fling with Lil Fizz. He quickly mm-hmm. ignites a rivalry with Hazel E after throwing a drink in her face in a heated argument. He returns in a larger role in season three where he comes into conflict with Monique Slaughter and Fizz when he obtains a copy of her alleged sex tape. Oh God, <gasps> he's like the Perez Hilton of Love and Hip Hop, I guess. I see. I see. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, we can move on. (laughs) One more comment. One more comment. Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, Long time, long time. Um, I had to pause who's there because someone called and asked if Stedman was a who or a them, and I immediately was like, oh, obviously he's a fucking them. There's no question. Um, I go to text my friend, who's a huge Oprah fan, and she immediately says he's a who, and I start chastising her and get really upset, but then I remember... Um, fun fact, I'm an African-American caller, and um, I had a talk with my grandpa one time, and he was just like, you know, I don't know why it is, but black people just love to know celebrities' spouses, black celebrity spouses, and that's just so, so true. I mean, Denzel Washington's wife, Pauletta, Samuel Jones's wife, like, like, it's so true if you're black, you just, like, Cookie Johnson of Magic Johnson fame, being married to somebody black, we just, like, have so much investment in them. I know you got Hudak coming up. I don't know. Maybe you guys want to talk about it. Uh, love you all. Crunch, crunch. Me and Grease. I like this call, number one, because it's a good insight. Number two, it is a great topic for the next episode of Who Dat, and we can use this to convince yeah. them to do one sooner than later. I didn't realize that we talked about Stedman right before Who Dat. We should have brought up Stedman on Who Dat just to like get yeah. the confirmation or just to mm-hmm. like have them talk about Stedman. But this is good information to know. And it, it makes your examples. It makes sense. Like I can't speak to it, but like it makes sense to me. So I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear more about this. I love your grandfather. No, black people <laughs> love black spouses. Here's the thing to know, grandson. But it's true Let's because talk. wait, so it's true because someone else. I don't think we're gonna play the caller really whatever. But somebody called this week about. Snoop Dogg's wife and how mm-hmm. he's always like shouting her out and people like love her and she's kind of become her own like character like her Instagram name is like boss like the boss lady or something <laughs> and so it's like, it's like a very good dynamic so it's like that's reminds me of this it's like one of those where she's become her own character T.I. and Tiny that I just no thought T.I. and Tiny <laughs> but anyways love T.I. and Tiny yeah whatever so let's move on though Tiny was famous independently of T.I. Right, because she was in um, that girl group. Mm-hmm. Which one? Ooh. She was in Escape. She was in Escape. Mm-hmm. Escape had... I'm trying to think of what my... Escape also had Candy Burris. Candy Burris, Tiny of T.I. and Tiny, and then mm-hmm. I think three other women that I didn't... That I don't know. <laughs> Those are definitely the most famous. But it wasn't their big song. It was like, it was like, just kicking it. Like, just kicking it. You know, it's like... Just kick it like na 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 na. Is that wait? Yeah. But down to the X cape me just kicking it just right. Wait, hold on. I just want to get to the chorus. Yes. Shoes and relax your feet. Party on down to the XK beat. Okay, thank you. My brain isn't fully like in the trash can. I do remember just kicking it by escape. Okay. Questions. Uh, this first one is sort of an entire experience. So let's just play the whole thing. Entire experience. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. 
How do you pronounce Grimes' baby's name? Crunch, crunch. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Um, I just saw the tweet that said to call in and let you know how I think that Elon Musk and Grimes' baby's name is pronounced, and um, this is all I've got. A twelve. J eight twelve. A twelve. J twelve. Say a dash one two. Sexy one two. Sexy one two. The A dash twelve. Zion one two. Sexy twelve. X S A twelve. Sexy twelve. Shia the twelve is Zion. Xia Xia twelve. X A A twelve. I fly twelve must. Zia twelve. X A A twelve. I will say I want to make sure that people know that Bobby sped up people's calls. Like, not everyone is calling. Like, they sound like they're on a frantic, like, <laughs> <laughs> I had to Nicki fit Minaj them all. Verse. I didn't want it to be too long. I know, I but I just, in case you didn't realize, I mean, maybe you did. Maybe you listened to us on double speed and that was on, like, quadruple speed. Oh, but no. the, But the point is, is that. Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that was sped oh. up so we could get all of those amazing responses. The ironic thing about this is that while we know the baby's name it's been a few it's been a day it's been two days whatever we actually still don't know the pronunciation that is still pronunciation that's still the mystery that's the mystery we do however have a little more clues than we did when we sent the tweet calling for pronunciation guesses so since we did that grimes tweeted she explained it because it's x a a 12 x is the unknown variable so that's why they chose x it's true e the a e thing my elven spelling this of my AI, part. love and or artificial intelligence. So it could be any of those things. So everyone trying to guess what AE meant had would have no reason to know that that is her specific elven spelling of AI, love or artificial intelligence. Like that is the funniest part. It's like everyone's like, oh, AE, it could stand for Ash. It could stand for this. It's like, no, it's literally her own elven language. So in case you knew <laughs> that, like maybe you didn't know it. So I guess it's not. like, oh, nice try, sweetie. A12, <laughs> this is my favorite part because of the Elon correction. A12 mm. equals precursor to the SR-17, parentheses, our favorite aircraft. No weapons, no defenses, just speed. Great in battle, but nonviolent. Gray heart. And then A equals Archangel, which is her favorite song. Aww. And then X, rat, metal rat. I, I don't, don't get what that means. really get that <laughs> part, <okay>. but <laughs> it's sort of like the footnote. I don't know. Huh? What? Oh, <laughs> okay. After tweeting this, Elon responded and said SR-71, but yes. So he's in her he comments corrected correcting her. He corrected his own girlfriend who just uh, birthed his uh, son, correcting mm-hmm. her. She mixed up the numbers. It's SR-71, not SR-17. I saw this funny tweet from Sam Adler Bell that said, starting a fight with my GF about why we don't have a favorite aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then she responded. She was like, I'm sorry, I've been busy like birthing your child, but I had a typo issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is fair. 
It was just like last night when she was like, I was too busy giving birth to remember that I was on the cover of like Vogue somewhere. That Vogue was Italy. Great. Vogue yeah. Italy. Vogue what? She was on the cover of Vogue Italy. It was like incredible. <laughs> yeah. Completely forgot I did this because I gave birth to a baby. Meanwhile, Elon already has 1,000 children. So he was like, whatever. He has whatever. twins and triplets. Twins and triplets. Both. He has both things already. How do you actually think it's going to be pronounced? And what do you think that they will call it? X? I mean, I guess X, X-I, which is what, like, X, like, X-A-I. Yeah. Like, Psy or something, or X-I. Psy is X. I think X is not the craziest name, like, for, if if you want just a quick nickname for a child. Like, in, in the realm of celebrity names, X isn't the wildest thing I've ever heard. Everything else is, but... It's just funny that he he already has a kid named Xavier. So mm-hmm. it's like he has a kid named Xavier. He has a kid named Kai. Saxon Those are both as well. like related. They, they also... I do think that truly the funniest thing about this is that this could be the baby's legal name, although it's not actually legally... You're not really legally allowed to have a name like this in California. In but California. That's a whole other issue that people realized. But then the nickname could just be like the most basic nickname ever. That, to me, is like truly subversive. If the kid's name was actually like Jason. <laughs> Jaden. You know? <laughs> right. It's like his Come name is Bill. XEA12, <laughs> just but we like, call him Billy. <laughs> it's Bill. <laughs> right. So like this... I don't know. To me, it almost feels like it could be borderline stunty if only just because literally it's not elite. You can't even have this name in a legal whatever. Like mm-hmm. not that that should stop anyone from naming their kid whatever they want. But I don't know why I'm like, I need to defend people naming their kids names that are not legally accepted in California. But the point is, is that <laughs> we don't really even know what they legally signed, put on the birth certificate is my mm-hmm. point. No. <laughs> and I don't know about Grimes being attention-y but elon musk certainly loves attention what's her name claire boucher yeah yeah a lot of people if you notice called in using like french french pronunciations of 12 because they were like Mm. because her last name is boucher there was a lot of crazy no it's not crazy at all i mean it's a weird thing to say about anything related to elon musk and grimes that's not crazy at all but it's not crazy at all Uh uh-huh 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 next question who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. <laughs> is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, might? Uh-huh. <laughs> You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time. And it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. The immaculate attention you give to surfaces under those rocks that most of us just skip across the lakes of our viewers' minds without without a thought other than how many can I get? That's why I would love you, whoever you are, Whenever you are, good form, Belthor. The immaculate attention you give to services under those rocks that most of us just skip across lakes of our viewers' minds without a thought other than how many can I get? Mm-hmm. That's why I would love you, whoever you are, whenever you are. <laughs> I'll do that too. The immaculate attention you give to surfaces under those rocks that most of us just skip across the lakes of our viewers' minds without a thought other than how many can I get? That's why I would love you, whoever you are, whenever you are. I gotta say, our viewers. It's not that bad. It's not that confusing. It's It's like poorly constructed in terms of what whatever but it's poetic it's 
it's something. Okay. Am I am I just being willfully ignorant here? What is he talking about? Like, so it's skipping rocks. No, he's just saying, like, people... Okay, you really want me to explain this? Yeah, like, I'm no, going to yeah. give it... He's saying, I think what he's trying to say, I mean, whatever. He's trying to say in poetic language that rocks that you would normally use for entertainment to just throw across the right, lake to, to see skip. how many you could get to skip, the person he is looking for gives attention to the uh under what is underneath those rocks. What is the what is the depth of those rocks? What mm-hmm. is the purpose of those rocks? It's just written like crazy. And also him writing like that's why I would love you whoever you are whenever you are is very like it's a little pandering for this it's person thirsty, Noah Centineo yeah. to be yeah. like making his fans all horny like this you know mm-hmm. also never forget his the last thing remember when he said that thing on at the award show that was like do you have it <laughs> that made no sense I have that it right I can here. get behind and before I go I just want to say it matters not what you've done but what you do with what you've done for others Thank you. <laughs> Noah is really the thinking man's Ansel Elgort. He's out here, you know, educating people. I I once saw him on live just reading. People, he was just like, I'm going to read. And then people were just mm-hmm. watching him read, you know, holding he's books. He's the thinking, he's the thing, I'm sorry. He's the thinking man's Ansel Elgort? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How long are you going to go with this? How long are you going to stick with this one? <laughs> I think maybe Ansel Elgort is the thinking man's Noah Centineo, but it, either one of those works for me, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not sure there's much thought involved when it comes to either of those people, <laughs> to be honest. I'm just saying, you know, Ansel Elgort took a nude and directed it to raising money, and Noah Centineo was he out here. He didn't take it. His dad took it. Okay, I'm not, I don't give a shit about who took the picture. Is what I'm saying is that Noah Centineo is out here doing activism as well on his own, on his own account, on his own journey. <laughs> He's on Instagram. He was on Instagram doing like daily COVID updates. I swear to God. He was like okay, actually out true. here trying that's to engage. True. Yeah. That's true. That's I mean, true. this this caption has nothing to do with that, but I think it's like <laughs> it's like these these little these heartthrobs are doing everything that they're that they can in their own way to like contribute and it comes off like this because it's a, there's because they're not really equipped it's just like we were talking about in the episode of who that they want to be seen as activists they want to be seen as do-gooders and they're just not quite sure how especially when they're quarantined right. and don't have access to people like they would although i guess noah Centineo, even if noah Centineo had the access i'm not sure he'd be able to form a coherent thought but He's trying. But at least it doesn't put like a bad taste in my mouth. It's like, oh, you're trying. And I'm sure there's like maybe one out of the like one million people that are tuning into this that get it or see Mm -hmm. something or do something or whatever. And like for some reason, even maybe it's because it's slightly stupid. It doesn't come off as pompous. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And I guess you're right. I mean, I guess I would rather have Noah Centineo waxing poetic about the the qualities of rocks yeah then being like i read this thing on facebook that 5g caused coronavirus like i you know i'd rather i'd rather have this than the alternative the the element of stupidity with the with kind of the self-awareness that you are a little bit stupid is so much better than like just ignorance and Mm -hmm. like you know just like forceful masculine ignorance i there's something about him <laughs> that is just like soft and i like same with ansel too like it's it's Forceful weird masculine ignorance you know what i mean you no know i know what exactly I mean. what you mean i know it's, exactly what you mean i much prefer like a dumb sweet try hard than i prefer than like somebody who is like very confident in what they're doing but you know like has a no confident fucking soft idea. boy yeah. a confident soft fuck boy yeah <laughs> yeah I don't really know how to explain this, but I'm just saying I think Noah Centineo turned like I don't think he has like talent, but I do mm-hmm. think that he's like not a bad force in the world. I put this so he is, he's growing out this quarantine beard, which is really funny because he does look very, very different. And I love this photo yeah. of him holding up. It's honestly it's maybe it's like the least pretentious instance of this kind of photo of that I've ever seen. No, specifically Infinite Jest. So he's holding up Infinite mm-hmm. Jest. But 
he's not like taking a stab at this. He's like literally holding up like he's holding it up as if he's saying like, uh oh, <laughs> like look at his. He has that. His eyes are like they're Pixar characters. Right. He's like, oh, what yeah. am I gonna do with this? Yeah, and I it's appreciate good. that. I appreciate that. It's also the hardcover, which is like especially funny. I honestly would love a book, a celebrity book club that was just the celebrity choosing really hard books that they're never going to read and just holding them up, being like, look at this whopper, you know, and then like every I'm gonna month. I'm going to use it as a doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> Next oh week, he's got the Odyssey. He's like, what's this? <laughs> what was that movie? God, what's the movie? Didn't we see The Boy Next Door together? In theaters, the, yes, yeah, we did. Remember the boy next door? Yeah, she gave him a signed copy of the edition, Iliad. A first edition of the Iliad. She yeah. opens it up and she's like, "Wow, a first edition! Oh my god!" <laughs> he's like, "I know you like this book," and he's like, "Here's the first edition signed copy," and it's like the Iliad, which is like <laughs> literally impossible. <laughs> Actually, I uh, pick something up for you. <laughs> Oh my god, this is a this is a first edition? I can't accept this. This must have cost a fortune. It was a buck at a garage sale. Who was the boy next door? Was it Jesse Metcalf or was it someone else? No, it was um Jesse Metcalf is a, a lot older. He's too old. It was um it middle-aged was... man next door. <laughs> he literally uh uh boy next door? What was it called? Oh, Ryan Guzman. Ryan Guzman. Who like people thought was going to be a thing but like where he at, you know? <laughs> Oh, he's on nine one one. He's on nine one one. He plays Eddie Diaz. Your favorite show, nine one one. I really privately really want to get into nine one one Lone Star, but it's You tough. should. It's you should. tough. Like not nine one one. I don't care about nine one one. I want to No, now on Lone Star, Star. Starring um Liv starring Tyler and Rob Lowe. Lowe and Liv Tyler. Yeah. No, you maybe you should. So I guess Machine Gun Kelly is neighbors with that asshole from Flipping Out who got whatever kicked off of Bravo or yelled at his kids teachers um and looks like machine gun guy was just blasting him on the internet so do you know anything about this Mm -hmm. we know a little bit about this this is uh this is like the this is the i think this is like having a radio show disease not that jeff lewis all he does is say too much on the radio he just like sticks his foot in the mouth on his mouth on the radio but i think that's also why he's successful on the radio so it's this like (laughs) self-fulfilling prophecy do you know what i mean what the caller was talking about was he was like taking a dump on his kids private school teachers on the (laughs) radio And then the private school was like, bye-bye. And they kicked the kid out of the private school because they were like, you can't do this. They were like, you can't do this. Like, you can't talk shit about teachers in a private school, like, on the radio. They expelled the kid. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I've messed up. Like, my bad. And all he has done since is make headlines for saying too much on the radio and then getting in trouble for it. And so, like, there was one last year he broke up with he broke up with his longtime partner, the one he has the kid with, like the co-parent. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he started dating. He just started dating again. And he started dating this chiropractor. We may have talked about this on the show, but then cut it because it was did, too boring. I don't remember it. Yeah. He started dating this chiropractor. And then he was like the chiropractor without a name was like a character on the radio show for a few days. He was like, well, m- another story about the chiropractor. Well, then, of course, the chiropractor heard and was like, bye bye. And then broke up with Jeff Lewis. Then he started dating this <laughs> new. <laughs> then he started dating this new person got anderson who we just broke up with a couple days ago <laughs> how do you know all this information <laughs> it's all on us weekly it's all on it's all everywhere that's true i mean it it definitely feels like he has like the radio talking disease like he's not learning from his mistakes of just people being like please don't talk about me on the radio but is it a mistake if it's like keeping him interesting on the radio maybe not but that's the disease it's like if you're tweeting but you're getting a lot of likes and rts but like you're tweeting about like your roommate and your roommate's like i can read these stop tweeting about me and you're like so, yeah but i live for the rts so live, what else is there to talk I about i live for the rts remember that one time when uh, a, a former friend of ours who will not be named blogged about wanting to move because they had no friends and I texted them and I was like, I read your blog about not having any friends. Like, what? And they were like, oh, yeah. Like, I was just like in a place like, uh, sorry, you're my friend. And I was like, uh, bye bye. So not anymore. Not anymore. So 
Colson Baker, also known as Machine Gun Kelly, is the latest but it's, victim. But it's because he knew, I think it's like he knew it would be a good story. It's like, oh, I'm going to talk about. Cause to be Jeff fair, Lewis, this is the best of all of the stories, you know? This is the one thing to talk about on the radio. How old is he? He's Boomer, right? Or is he Jeff, like Jeff elder? Lewis, he's like, he's like early he? 50s. I don't think he's that old. No. He's like Gen X, right? Yeah, that, that I don't makes know why I'm like... going to generation talk. I'm saying he's a fifty-something, like kind of up his he's own 50. ass, he's exactly like 50. aesthetically driven gay man who's like knows that a good enemy for him would be his neighbor, the young, rich, <laughs> like all rapper. No, he takes all the boxes. Right, like it's a perfect fit, and like, what's the worst that could happen? He has to move. Like, I think it, I don't even think that he even thought of that. So he no. goes after his neighbor. A machine gun Kelly. But what's interesting is like there's a few things. It's like he's he's loud. He's parking his car. He's parking his in car. The wrong place. <laughs> yeah, he's blocking things. He's but blocking then the driveways. Other thing, he's like having parties, which I think is a little bit more of a pointed accusation right now. It's like mm-hmm. who is oh, at this yeah. house and what are they doing? So he's kind of calling him out. And then of course, because Machine Gun Kelly is a much better young like Je- uh, millennial than Jeff Lewis is like he, like MGK Literally a is 30 like, year old versus a 50 year old right well it's like he knows how to make content right like Jeff Lewis is on the radio and knows that the radio show is like where he is and he's complaining and that's his thing but MGK is like oh I can do much better than this so he literally makes like kind of a really good video where he's just like responding to Jeff Lewis talking shit about him in a video with like captions and that's captions so it's really funny funny and it's just like he just obliterates him like there Mm -hmm. is no competition here he's kind of like fuck you and leave me alone um colson across the street oh boy oh yes now i have no issue with this guy there's this whatever tension brewing and he said it was actually going to turn into the movie neighbors (laughs) and that he Mm -hmm. is zach efron Mm -hmm. which means that i'm seth rogan yesterday was machine gun kelly's uh Dirty 30. Yes. Birthday. It was. Apparently, his name <laughs> is Colson. Listen, Colson. Yes. Which I learned a lot about him. But 5 p.m., that's to them. 5.30 is day drinking. They just woke up. <laughs> yeah. He had a big cake in the shape of a guitar. Right. And you could see your house in the background. They still park in front of the fire hydrant. They park in front of the fire hydrant. They park in front of other people's driveways. It's just like, I think they're so f- yeah. That they just just stopped the car wherever it wherever right. it's, wherever We're it lands. There was four guys um, just in front of the G this G wagon that was blocking my neighbor's driveway. They just leave it with the hazard lights on. They have to understand. I don't hate them. Right. My neighbors hate them yeah. because my neighbors have complained about them to me. Every time the cops show up, or every time a car gets towed, or every time somebody gets a ticket, they're assuming it's me. It's not. <laughs> no, me. I know. Well, the video ends with Machine Gun Kelly holding up a bottle of Dom Perignon and being like. Hey, Jeff, like, sorry, bro. I'll drop this by. I'll put this on your doorstep later. Like, my bad. Okay. Jeff, as the new guy on the block, I wish we would have had a chance to meet. Uh, I'm sure there's years of noise to come from my house, so I hope that we just have a mutual understanding. And if you ever need anything, just come knocking. Until then, I'm going to send this over your way. Cheers, neighbor. Well, that's the best part is, like, he doesn't – he's so smart about that, right? Because he kind of mocks him back, right? He gets mocked. He mocks him back a little bit. He kind of like calls him an old man a little bit, mm-hmm. just in the, in, bit. The, in the implication of the video. But then he doesn't even end it on like, fuck you, bye. He's like, I, he's like, I love my neighbors. Like, Jeff, let's be pals. Like, I'm going to send you <laughs> an expensive bottle of liquor with like a little note and I'm going to post it. And you can't say fuck you back. You can't say no. You have to accept. You have to say you accept the apology. Yeah. That's a two hundred dollar bottle of champagne. Yes. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yes, that's very nice of him. Can we very nice just of him. remember? So I always mix up Machine Gun Kelly with um, and G Easy. Yeah. Yeah, with Gerald because they've both no, well because they've both dabbled in acting and they've yeah. both they've also both played like the same roles. Like Machine Gun Kelly played a bad boyfriend in Beyond the Lights, like slash rapper. He plays like a rapper who gets involved with like um this the main singer, Gugu yeah. and character. We'd argue G Easy is doing better because he's in higher profile stuff. So like G Easy mm-hmm. was in Bird Box. Bur- but no, that's MGK. MGK no. was in Bird Box. Yeah. G Easy was in Oh yeah, that was that was Star MGK. Is, oh yeah, and he showed his butt. Born? Which on which one? Who in Bird Box. MGK. Yeah, so he was in Bird Box and then G Easy God, remember Bird Box? Yeah, remember like everyone just forgot about it immediately. They were like Bird Box what? We like had to talk about it for so long. 
Everyone's like, I guess we'll watch this and talk about it for six months. It's like, oh, okay. Um, geez. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> yeah, me, me when Bird Box. <laughs> like people huh? huh? What? Okay. Wait, why am I blanking on what movies G Easy was in? He's been in Gerald has been in a bunch of Just go to the IMDb. I'm going oh, to his IMDb. In, he was in Fate fucking of the Hustlers. He was in Hustlers. Oh. He played he played I don't know why I thought he was in a Star Born. He played the like shitty boyfriend, her shitty boyfriend. They both have the exact same Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyatt aesthetic because they can both look like utter dirt bags if they want to and they can mm-hmm. both look very put together and kind of like oh, they look like they didn't just roll out of bed. Like, they really do have the ability to play both roles pretty well, weirdly. But they also are like, both of them are pretty popular in music too, mm-hmm. but kind of not in the realm in which I pay attention to music. But I do recognize that like both of them have like hits and mm-hmm. definitely put out good stuff. Like MGK, like Machine Gun Kelly put out, he like put a cover of Rihanna on Instagram oh as my God, requested so by good. Marilyn Manson. And it's and he, good. And Rihanna obviously heard about it and commented like, this is amazing. Like shit sounds so it's lit. It's really bro. good. I'll play it here. <laughs> like these are very famous men in a world but it's just mm-hmm. like you would mean I mean Machine not... Gun Kelly is more famous than Jeff Lewis I would say right really? like right Yeah no I would agree sorry I thought you were going to say it was more famous than G-Eazy and I would say they're kind of like if I Machine Gun Kelly and Jeff Lewis had the same birthday Machine Gun Kelly would be higher on the famous birthdays list than yes. Jeff Lewis that's right? true. Although Jeff Lewis is written about more because he's obnoxious than Machine Gun Kelly, maybe. So I would say that could be a that could be a crapshoot. Are you checking? Wait, but like they don't have the same birthday. No, I know they don't have the same birthday, but I just want to see like how much higher on the. Let's see. Hold on. Machine Gun Kelly and I have the same birthday. How did do I forget really? that? Wait, do you yes, really? Yes, yes, we do. Wow. Is he, how high is he on the list of? He's number one on April twenty second. Oh um, Jeffrey God. Dean Morgan, number nine. Right, we've been over this. We've fucking been over this. And then you've got the Jeff Lewis birthday. Jeff Lewis. Jeff Lewis. Mm, he's number 48 on his day. Oh, that's bleak. Who's number one? Mm-hmm. A pop singer named Jack Johnson, but not the Jack Johnson you're thinking of. <laughs> Different Jack Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peyton Manning is number three. Jim Parsons is number five. Okay, if Jim Parsons beat you, then Michelle Ke- Machine Gun Kelly is going to beat you. I do have to say, I do. I would have a hard time recognizing machine gun kelly and i do still have a hard time recognizing g easy like when g easy was in hustlers i had to like go back and be like was that g easy in that role like who was that was that gerald (laughs) gerald gerald is that you (laughs) i just i i know that these men are famous and put out a lot of music and have a lot of fans i just for me personally they're like hooey but i just Mm -hmm. i don't think i think i need to look beyond my own personal preference and bias because they're they're pretty big it was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under out the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. 
You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Who is Debbie Ryan? And why are we making fun of her? I don't, I don't get it. It's so funny that you called about this. I mean, I guess it's like obvious to everyone, but I also have been on TikTok recently. Maybe you can tell I've been putting them in the, in the weekly Instagram. <laughs> I've but noticed you're doing a lot of that. There's there is a big rush all of a sudden out of nowhere that is this like this jokingly making fun of Debbie Ryan, who you <laughs> might remember from literally Who Weekly. She we interviewed her. Remember? Oh, I remember. She's on the pod. Very nice person. We we like Debbie. No, we love Debbie. Debbie's an OG. We like Debbie. Like yes, we like we like Debbie. We like her. She's very cool. The thing, but this is this is almost separate from Debbie herself. It's like a bunch of fifteen year olds decided that Debbie was a bad actress in Jesse, the show that she was on on Disney, which is a wild thing because of course she was a bad actress. She was like thirteen years old. You know, like they're this show is extremely old, and they're going back and being like, wow, she's such a bad actress, and it's like. Did she ever claim to be a good actress on Jesse the Disney show? And was there any like thoughtful direction happening on the set of no. Disney Channel original shows? It was all like no. coke addicted middle-aged people being like, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's <laughs> like, do this. Next up, uh, Jesse, come into the room and uh, drop the eggs on the floor. Okay, moving on. Like it was not right. So it's it's just funny to drop me that it's the like eggs on the floor. <laughs> there's a whole, that's the direction. There's a whole like culture around like kind of negging Jesse like or Debbie <laughs> for her role that she played like a hundred years ago and I think it actually kind of made her mad like I think she DM'd people and was like stop and they were like Ugh. but the thing is they always do it to a very specific music cue which is a version of the Jesse theme song that ends being that ends like womp womp <laughs> can you find Where it is? I think that's hold on I here it is okay I think I think this is it Hey Jesse, Ooh. it feels like a party every day. Hey Jesse, because there's a lot of TikTok memes where the song starts out like normal and then it ends with like somebody singing it really poorly and it's like the wah wah of the meme. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you think you're building up to like a good reveal and then it's like a terrible reveal. Does that make sense? And it's always like it's always that type of song. But it's almost like now it, when this when the meme becomes self-referential, people are saying like, why are we bullying Debbie Ryan in 2020? Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's a great question. It's a, it's a great question. <laughs> it's, it's like a great question. No one knows why all of a sudden a bunch of 14 year olds were like, Debbie Ryan is a bad actress and we must like bring it to light in TikToks. But that is kind of how everything starts. And the music cue is so funny. We're talking a lot about exponential growth in this country, in this world right now. And I think it's very much the same thing. Like it's it's unprecedented virality on TikTok, you know, like all it takes is literally one person being like, wow, Debbie Ryan sucks and Jesse and then taking one funny video. And then if it gets seen by the right people, enough people, then everyone will be commenting on this thing and then they will be finding it on their own. Like TikTok makes it so easy to find one random person's shady thought video, you know, like that's that's what the platform is for. It's for like creating like virality out of nothing. Right. But it's also just like being the person right to create the thing that's sticky that makes people laugh and want to like play with it. So it's like mm -hmm. the person who made the sound that's like, hey, just say <laughs> like that is the one that is inspiring all of these memes that hey, are just <laughs> kind of like lovingly making Hey, Jesse. It feels like a party every day. Do you know that theme song at all? Hey, no. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. It 
<laughs> Wait, listen to it. Listen. listen. It's a take on that. Right. She also has a face that she does that they're obsessed with, like a like a like a. Sp- <laughs> it's really hard to explain a visual meme on this podcast. Thank God it's like at least half audio. Well, it's also just like, I barely understand any memes on TikTok because I'm old. So this is a double whammy of like a show that I never really watched and a person I don't, you know, really know a ton about and a platform on which I am aged out of, you know? (laughs) The other funny thing about this is that the people who are also making the memes don't know where the meme came from and are still confused. And so it's almost like uh, everyone is like, meadow realizing that they're doing this meme and saying like why are we doing this which is makes it even funnier because nobody another knows. hallmark of tiktok another hallmark of tiktok you don't have to understand to participate you know it's sort of why it's so brilliant it's like tiktok makes it so easy to take the structure and like the the template and just like make it your own you don't actually have to understand the origin story of the jesse meme or right. you don't even have to really comprehend the fact that like in participating in the hey just say ooh meme you are sort of bullying debbie ryan <laughs> like <laughs> it's easy to forget that i guess you know right right <laughs> debbie joined tiktok but she hasn't she hasn't really gotten into her own meme which is kind of a mistake you gotta buy into that yeah it's true quick quick so we don't have we could do the alexandra stand if you want to uh it's kind of funny it kind of has a funny ending hi weekly i was thinking about this one tweet about winston duke where someone said uh his character in black panther mbaku could blow my back out if he wanted to and I was thinking about the reaction that him, Anthony Mackie, <clears throat> Sebastian Stan had in the BuzzFeed office where they read it. And I was, like, trying to tweet about it. And I looked up Sebastian Stan to make sure I could spell his name correctly. And I also couldn't remember if he was married to uh, the lead in Queen and Slim, whose name I remember getting. I want to say Jody something. But I can't remember. I can't remember if he... If he Anyway, couldn't remember, and I was looking at his personal life, and the wildest connection is that Stan, Sebastian Stan, is the godson of Anastasia Saware, who is the billionaire businesswoman and CEO of Anastasia Beverly Hills, like the main makeup of drag queens and a big sponsor of Drag Race. And I want to know how and why, and I am not knowing how to do that and i am um yeah all right good form bella thorn rip star joe yummy pop women do belong in balloons this is a crazy call like you got from like a tweet in which like somebody wanted to fuck uh winston duke from black panther all the way to the fact that sebastian stan is the godson of anastasia beverly hills (laughs) Like, think about the journey. That journey is what we want. I wish I had a better answer that was like, this is exactly it. But I think I have most of it, which is that they are both Sebastian Stan and Anastasia Beverly Hills, whose last name is, uh, what is her actual last name? Soare. Soare. Okay. They are both from Romania. They're both Romanian and they were both, they're from a a specific place called Constanta in Romania. So. Okay. If you think about it, I th- it make would make sense that like his maybe his parents are her friends, friends of the family. They're all from. I mean, Scontanta is pretty big. Like I did look it up. I was like, it's not a small town. It's not like oh, small town. They must all know each other. But mm-hmm. it makes sense that if they're both Romanian, they're both from the same town. That that's how like this happened. It's just so funny because people the like people who know about this are just like true sebastian stands stands of sebastian stand we're gonna call yeah, them yeah, sebastian yeah. stands like they're the ones that that know about this like no one is really like standing for anastasia beverly hills people just know she is because of the eyebrows and of rupaul she's right. always involved with rupaul's drag race and da 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 so it's like it it's one of those things that comes up only on tumblers only on fan tumblers only in like instagram comments he responded 
uh, she, uh, somebody said, I just realized Sebastian is following Anastasia Beverly Hills. LOL, my favorite makeup brand. And he responded, ha, she's actually my godmother. <laughs> <laughs> but there is no information. And the other funny thing about this is that you would think Sebastian Stan has got a lot of other stuff going on in his life, his personal life. It turns out literally the only thing under his personal life Wikipedia section is that he is the godson of Anastasia Soare, billionaire businesswoman, the CEO and founder of Anastasia Beverly Hills. Isn't that also weird it's really weird that that's it how it's is that really weird that that's only it. thing like is there anything does he have a girlfriend like does he what's the what is his deal that's the only thing i don't know what his deal is Lindsay, and i would like to know what his deal is typically whenever your deal is this mysterious ben is back but i don't really know what else to say I'm not saying Ben is back. I'm just saying it's very strange to me that literally the only thing under personal life on his Wikipedia section is this like random fact only confirmed by tumblers. You know, like it's truly (laughs) this is something that's just so strange. And then the other thing was I was looking at (laughs) this took me I'm like thanking you for taking me on this journey. This took me to the page, the Wikipedia page, people from Constanta, which is Mm -hmm. in Romania. And it's literally under s it goes anastasia soare who's anastasia beverly hills um sebastian stan and alexandra stan and i was like oh is that his sister so i click on her name no a woman she is a woman (laughs) named alexandra stan who is a romanian singer songwriter who is most famous for the song mr saxo beat do you remember mr mr saxo beat you Probably. Must. Wait, that name sounds familiar. I must know that. Mr. Saxo Beat. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Mr. Saxo Beat. <laughs> Can you play? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Come on. Nah, 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 nah. You know who loved this song? Kelly Reeves. She got pretty famous in Romania. Like she was, you know, for having this like huge international breakout hit. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Saxoby. So <laughs> wait, I, I just Googled is Alexandra Stan related to Sebastian no, they're Stan? Not. And again, I found I found a great Tumblr, SebastianOnline.tumblr.com. And this is a post from seven years ago. An anonymous right. asked, Does Sebastian speak Romanian? And is he maybe related yeah. to Romanian <laughs> yeah, singer Alexandra too. Stan? And the proprietor of this blog said, Hi there, Anon. To answer your question, I have zero knowledge that he... (laughs) To answer your question, I have zero knowledge that he speaks Romanian. (laughs) But I believe he does. I think I read a quote of his somewhere about him still speaking Romanian with his mom. But I'm not really sure about it. This is just iconic stand behavior. And then the next paragraph... And actually, it's funny you ask because I was wondering the same thing. I don't think he's related to her, though. At least Google says he's not. Smiley face. Thanks for stopping wow. by. <laughs> a really helpful stand. Like a stand that knows literally next to nothing answering the question. <laughs> I did do... Re- <laughs> so, uh, Alexandra Stan is not related to Sebastian Stan, but Anastasia Beverly Hills is his godmother. So that's what's a fun... That's like, to me, the funniest thing. It's like, it, she's not related to him, but <laughs> this other person who's from mm-hmm. Romania, from his town, is his godmother. Uh, and I'm just so happy that this led me to Mr. Saxoby because then I was just like listening to Mr. Saxoby being like, You make me, make me out, like a freak, like a You make me this, bring me up, bring me down, play sweet, make me move like a freak. Mr. Saxoby, just say, Whoa. I'm on genius.com slash Alexander Stan, Mr. Saxoby. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, you are. The lyrics are just a love message where Stan speaks of a man she is attracted to and the way he makes her move, presumably to something similar to the saxophone riff that drives the track. <laughs> and then <laughs> well, the best comment yes. is Adrian Vox, who just says, I love the beat in this song. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Saxobeat. Okay, cool. We're done with the episode for today. I think that ending with Mr. Saxobeat is maybe the best possible way we could ever end any episode. And we're really fortunate to have had a call about it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There. We really appreciate it. Thank you for calling in. These are really fun as always. Also, thank you 
for everyone who called in with a pronunciation of Grimes as baby, I think I counted almost 80 and I may have missed some. And so I'm I sorry counted if I didn't more. Get... So we probably got close to 100, I would say. And I think I used like 60 in the in the audio. I'm not sure. But I just am so happy you all did that. That was so much fun to listen to and create. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bi-weekly bonus episodes. Even though this is not a Westworld podcast, is no longer going to be about Westworld. It's not going to be about anything. It's just going to be good. And then we will have two What is it going to be about, though? <laughs> anything. Run, Chromatica, okay, anything we, need we want. We need to actually, we need to, we need to discuss we this and make a plan. Mm-hmm. 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 And what else was I going to say? Have a great weekend. Call 619 them if you have any questions, comments, concerns. And we will see you on Tuesday with another episode. Bye. Bye. Hi, Who Weekly. Guess who never read Dune? Me and Leah Michelle. Crunch, crunch. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. I just want to thank you for um, what you said about Julia Stiles in Save the Last Dance. Um, I think your listeners needed to hear it. Um, I had the same experience, and it was brave of you guys to go there. Thank you. Okay, I've got a really oh, – God damn it. Hi, Lizzie Bobby. I already screwed it up. <laughs> hey, Jesse. Woo.